Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. Believe it or not, we are at the halfway point of the season. DJ, joining us at the halfway mark. How's it going? Going good. Going good. Good. So I, again, I know we talked a lot about this last week against Wyoming, where it just seems like it's going to break at, at some point here. That 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 W's coming. Take us through the the morale of the team after these past couple weeks, and really getting close and being in position to win some of these games. Um, it's definitely the past two weeks they left a sour taste in our mouth because it's just like we're right there in the in the margin of error. Uh, we all know is is so is so small. It's such a fine line. Uh, between winning and losing in these games, um, but it's it's tough. It's tough to lose these both these two point losses um, to to good opponents, um, an SEC opponent and an undefeated Wyoming, um, and those are two games that we know that we should have won, and uh, just little things that that cause us not to win that game. Those games. I, I forgot to ask about this last week heading into the game against Bandy, but did you overlap? You overlapped with Coach Lee, right, at Notre Dame? Yeah, Coach. Yeah, so I was there. Um, so my last two years there uh, were Coach Lee's first two years. Okay. Um, but yeah. So what, what was it like going up against one of one of your old coaches this weekend? Um, it was it was good. Uh, I was definitely fired up all week long. Because um, <laughs> uh, Coach Lee, um, he was my linebacker coach back at Notre Dame, as well as my defense coordinator. Um, so definitely, uh, this game was was the one I circled on the calendar. Um. Clemson was probably number two, but this was the number one game I had circled <laughs> on that calendar. Um, so definitely losing this one hurt a little bit more, um, definitely because this is the one I was looking forward to. Do you get a chance to connect with him uh, during the or before or after the game there? Yeah, I saw him. Uh, I saw him before the game, and I got I got a chance to talk to him um, after the game. Um, and there's a couple guys. Uh, there's like two or three guys um, that I played with at Notre Dame that are now on that Vanderbilt staff. Oh. Um, so I got to talk to, to them and see them too as well. Oh, cool. So, you know, even though you didn't get the win, it, it seems like it was a, a productive road trip in general for the team. Again, as you guys edge closer here to, to, you know, getting, getting your first win on the season, you played it at Fresno in 120 degrees. That first half of the game looked miserable in terms of the rain. What was it like being out there on the field against Vanderbilt in that first half there? Oh, so it's funny because we weren't expecting rain uh, until we got there and we saw there was a chance of rain. And then we were staying on the like the east side of, uh, of Nashville. Okay. So when it, it was raining on the weather app, it wasn't raining where we were. And then as soon as we get over to the west side where Vanderbilt is located, <laughs> it's just pouring down rain. It's, it's a little sprinkler here, sprinkler there. And then at one point of the game, it just started to drizzle like super hard. And uh, we were like, well, we prepared for wet ball, wet like a wet ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pre weeks, thinking it would rain at Wyoming or rain versus Wyoming and at Army. So we were offensively, we were prepared for that. Uh, and you saw a lot of guys catching the ball. Um, it, they didn't, they didn't miss a beat on offense. And then for defense, uh, we just looked at it as an opportunity for us to create some turnovers. Yeah, I, I think that's one thing that that's been impressive about the defense the past few weeks has been that you guys have been forcing some turnovers seeing some more three and outs. What, what do you think's helped the defense lock in a little bit more and make some of those bigger plays? I think we're just playing with confidence. Uh, we're playing with confidence as well as uh, everyone knows what they're doing. So when we go into these games, it's not a matter of, you know, 
do I truly know what I'm doing? Like, we know what we're getting ourselves into to the point of, you know, when a team comes comes and lines up in a certain formation, we know the tendencies. Um, there was a couple times um, against Vanderbilt, uh, they came out in a certain formation that we knew was heavy run. And um, on the film, you could see me look back and tell our safety, like, hey, it's run. Come down. <laughs> like, let's, let's go. It's run. And then the plays are run. Or uh, the, the very next play, um, the Vanderbilt's quarterback looked out to the receiver and threw up a hand signal. And I let the corner know, hey, he's running an out route. He's running an out route. And sure enough, he runs a 10-yard out. Um, so, guys, are, we're locked in. Uh, we know the game plan, and we, we watch enough film to where now, you know, we're, we're playing at a high level. What's the pressure like at the end of the game? So, you know, Vanderbilt's got the ball with a minute and change left. You know they only need a field goal. What's the pressure like on the defense in a moment like that, especially given all that's happened this year and, you know, having that chance for, for your first win there? Shoot, going into that drive, um, you know, we work two-minute drills all the time in practice. So going into that drive, we knew the situation that was at hand. Um, they needed to go 75 yards um, before the penalty. They needed 75 yards to go. And we knew the kicker can can kick pretty far. I think he, he's hit 50 yards in the season. Mm-hmm. So we knew the 35-yard line was hot. So after the penalty, though, it puts him at the 40. So now we knew that the margin of error was a little bit less. And we were, we were, we were up for the challenge, uh, those first three plays. And that fourth play, we had a breakdown. Um, and then they caught another 10-yard out. So things, things can change quick. We had them at fourth and four, and we just got to get off the field in that, in that moment. We get off the field. I believe they only had two timeouts. So we get off the field, take take the knee. They can't stop the clock. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you had a chance to go back and look at film of the pass interference they called there? Because from my standpoint, it looks like they it was offensive pass interference. It looked like they pushed off. Well, what do you think if you had a chance to look back on that one? Yeah, look, shoot, looking back on it, um, I was actually rushing off the edge. And so once the quarterback threw the ball, I turned my head quick. And I saw the push off and I, I assumed that they would call it. Um, but once I heard the ref say DPI, I said, well, yeah, welcome to Vanderbilt, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's the home cooking. So it was just one of those deals where it's like, if we get off the field and on fourth and four, we don't put ourselves in that situation. Um, mm-hmm. And we're, we're, you know, me and you aren't discussing, you know, the, the offensive pass interference we're discussing a win. You know? Yeah. It, it, heading, you know, you guys have really played two pretty complete games the past two weeks so how do you feel about that rolling into to UMass here and, and preparing for them this coming weekend um it feels good um we're it, you know we're, we're on track um to put two complete games back to back um it just shows that you know we're on an uphill rise and I don't see this this uphill rise stopping or downhill rise as a matter of fact um the, it's a snowball effect uh, I, I don't see it stopping anytime soon we, we've got things clicking and um it's, it's going to be a, a good rest of the season for us. What do you think it showed? You know, Tyler's been great for you guys since he's taken over at QB, but he goes down early and, and Steven comes in and, and pretty much picks up almost right where, where things had left off. What do you think it shows about how this offense has grown a bit too, that it was able to be a pretty seamless takeover and, and able to keep up with it the rest of the game there? Yeah, it just shows that guys are working. Um, guys are preparing like starters, no matter if they were the initial one or, or two. Um, because even um, Sydney Walker steps in uh, for Chris Borden, who goes yeah. down. And that's that's a tough spot to, to step into, um, especially a rainy game. So now we have a new quarterback, new center. Um, 
the quarterback of the offensive line and the quarterback of the offense are, are two guys that maybe going into that game, they didn't expect to play yeah. that much. Off. And they come in and they do a great job um, filling in those roles. How's everyone been feeling? Because I know we had a couple guys uh, get beat up uh, against Vandy. I don't know. That, that field seemed crazy. Cause it seemed like everyone was slipping once it really started coming down. Yeah, the, the, the turf from Vandy was similar to Fresno. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember, but the Fresno, a lot of guys were slipping. Yeah. Um, Vanderbilt was similar to that. And then with the rain, it just made it 10 times worse. Uh, but, yeah, uh, guys are feeling good, though. Um, definitely a week. We're at the midway point, so definitely guys are beat up. And uh, we just got to keep taking care of our bodies each and every day. So I know we've talked in past weeks about, you know, kind of some keys to the game of that week. What are the keys as you guys are preparing for UMass this weekend? Um, it's, the, it's really the same. Uh, limit turnovers on offense. Uh, we had a few there. Um, limit those. Uh, better communication on defense. Um, forcing more turnovers on defense. I, and I know we got a, a few um, this weekend, but we need to get some more. Uh, that, that just needs to be a trend um, to winning defense is just continue to make turnover the ball, um, offense scoring in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so making field goals, uh, scoring, scoring touchdowns. And then from a special team standpoint against UMass, this is probably – these guys are really good on special teams. Uh, on their punt team, they show a lot of different formations. Um, so our punt return unit has to be on point as far as getting lined up. Um, and they play hard on special teams. They have a lot of starters that do play on special teams. So um, that's that's a unit that they don't take lightly. So we definitely got to be rolling on all three phases. You mentioned special teams, and it seems like just as, as someone who's followed UConn football for a while, it seems like Brian's probably one of the more explosive guys we've had back there in a, in a while. What's it like seeing him, you know, do all that he can on a kick return? It's been really impressive so far. Yeah, no, he's tough. That's a tough guy right there. Um, every time he gets a kick, you, we, we know there's a, there's a high chance that this could possibly go for a touchdown. And it's, it's gotten to the point now where a 30 yard return is almost like a dang, <laughs> it's a 30 yard return. You know, he's yeah against Vanderbilt. He's averaging 25 yards of return and he's taking the ball out of the end zone almost on each kick. Yep. So that's just really impressive. Um, especially as a true freshman, you know, um, on the field. Uh, true freshman um so that's that's really impressive and uh it's it's good having him back there yeah no it, it's exciting and, and when you're you're watching you can see everyone on that special teams unit doing their job you're seeing this the seams open up for him it, it's fun to watch it come together what, what are your thoughts again the past you know year or so it has been a lot of younger guys getting in action as, as one of the more veteran guys how impressed are you with some of these younger guys and what they've been able to do on the field so far I'm very impressed. Uh, we a lot of the guys too that are getting in. Uh, those are a lot of the guys that came in. Uh, we had that COVID year off, uh, so they they were able to take advantage of that full year, and it shows. It's really showing, um, especially now that we're getting into the the nitty gritty of the season. Um, they're taking their approach to college football really well, um, and they're tr- and they're preparing like older guys. You know, it's not like they're preparing like high school or guys just coming in from high school. Um, they're they're into it. They're in tune with the with the game plan and and all it takes to be successful at the college football level. Now that we're at the halfway point of the season, d- does it feel like having not played last year that maybe you needed a couple games to get back in the swing of things to, to get to a level that you're at right now? D- does it feel that way? Or, or again, was it just, again, you guys put a really tough schedule right out of the gate and you know it, it was going to be tough regardless? Uh, I think uh, it's a little mixture of both. Uh, definitely 
um, that first game. You know, when you're playing someone that you – it's easier – it's easy to, to take a year off and then prepare against guys that you know. So, like, you mm-hmm. know his strengths. So, you know, performing well in practice and, and knowing all those things for a year, it's easy to do that versus coming out and playing an, an unknown opponent. You know, even though you can, you can watch all the film you want, but you never know how truly strong or how truly fast a player is until so you're on that field running side by side with him or, or meeting him in the hole. Yeah. Um, so definitely. Uh, it took a couple games for us to get back into the swing of things. Um, and now we're rolling. I think now we're, we're back and we're used to it. And uh, the future's bright. I, I know we've, we've talked about coach Spanos and the job he's done since he's taken over on, on this in the past, but now that he's been the interim here for a few games, has he changed at all from when he first took over as the interim? Has he, I don't know, have things changed in terms of how he, he's gone about being in serving in this role, or has he just been the same guy the whole time? No, nah, he's the same guy the whole time. Um, each and every day he comes into work, um, he's the same guy, no matter what. Whether it was when we were having Zoom meetings uh, <laughs> during the COVID or in person, he's the same guy uh, no matter what. And I'll get you out of here on this one again. We're, we're at the halfway point of the season. You guys have played six games. I know there, there's been so much that's gone on, so many ups and downs. If you had to describe the first half of this season, how would you sum it up? Man, it's it's been it's been a definitely a, a roller coaster. Um, it's it's one of those things where you look back, and a lot of guys we look back and just think because of course you reflect on on previous games, mm-hmm. and we look and like we should be whatever and whatever as our record um and and this this many games away from a bowl game and it, you know now those are things that we can't change um but looking back and reflecting on it i think it's helped us um grow as a team and um grow and get better each and every game um like we mentioned a few weeks ago we were we showed that we could put a first half together um in those first three some of those first three games we showed we could put a second half together in army and then we go out in Wyoming. We put both the full game together. Mm-hmm. We come out. We show we can put a full game together with Vanderbilt. We show we can we can go in the crunch time. Our offense can go down in the crunch time and score um, a tremendous fourth down conversion um, from from Steve to Kevin's. Yeah, uh, and make those huge plays. But now we need to show that we can finish that. And when the defense is on the field, and we need to close out the game. Now we need to put that into effect. I think they'll all come together this week. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. We got a, a regional rival here in UMass uh, on Saturday. Uh, we we all want that first win there. So DJ, best of luck to you guys and, and the team this weekend. Uh, we're we're all supporting you guys. So best of luck and, and go get them. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod, the host at Jared Kotler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.